get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for the Rutherford Report. Our lines are open. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. All right, let's head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and our friend and Blues Insider from The Athletic, Jeremy Rutherford, kind enough to join us. Jared, good morning. How are you doing? Good morning. Doing well. Just uh, enjoy taking my son to school every morning. And you guys would have loved this. A couple minutes ago, you guys uh, were doing the fight intro, and I got the eight-year-old son in the back seat yelling, and Randy character. <laughs> That's great. And then he probably just said, oh, to hell with this guy after I lost. That's exactly well, how he said it. Fortunately for you, he was out of the car when that happened, okay, so he doesn't good. know where he lost today. He goes, man, that character guy, Dad, is horse bleep. <laughs> hey, Jr. Uh, we talked to John Kelly a few moments ago about the Blues' depth. And obviously, Ryan O'Reilly, we could argue, is their most important player. But over the course of the next four games, do you have confidence that they'll be able to get through because of their depth up front? Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, the depth is definitely going to help. It, it's just not Ryan O'Reilly. And you can say, okay, well, Kyrou's scoring, Perron scoring, all these guys are scoring. But, yeah, Ryan O'Reilly's right in the middle of a lot of that. And so, um, you know, will it take a step back in terms of the offense and the cohesion up there? I think it could. They're going to have some lines that, uh, at least that top one, that hasn't played much uh, together. So I think they'll be okay. I just think there's going to be a lot of little things in the game that you'll miss without Ryan O'Reilly. What do you think is uh, going on right now with the Tarasenko situation and how this maybe has changed the dynamics of does he want to stay? Does he still want to go? Does the value, I mean, obviously it's early and he's got to show that he's healthy and continue to do this, but what it does for the blues, uh, all those things. I mean, there's a lot of questions that go around this. So how do you, uh, how do you evaluate what's happening right now? Yeah, Dan, so many facets to this. Uh, I'm trying just to stick to the facts on a day-to-day basis. The facts are that he's playing really well. I mean, that goal we saw the other night, the first one, that was uh, vintage Vladdy. It's one we've seen uh, before from him when he was healthy. Uh, Are teams, after a couple good games, you know, knocking Doug Armstrong's door down? I don't think so. Uh, Does he still want to be traded? I I believe so. Uh, So does this uh, enhance his trade value if he continues to play like this big picture? Yeah, I think it could. Uh, We just don't know. Uh, Does that mean there's a a trade done in a couple weeks? Does that mean there's a trade done at the trade deadline? Or does Doug Armstrong say, hey, look, he's a valuable part to this team, and if I can't get what I want, I'm just going to hang on to him until the offseason and then make a a deal. So I think, uh, again, so multifaceted. Uh, but right now, you know, like I wrote the other day, it's probably just best to enjoy it, enjoy that he's playing well and that the team's playing well. And Jr. Craig Berube mentioned yesterday that Oscar Sundquist is getting closer and somebody's going to have to go when Sundquist, Sundquist is activated, right? 
Yeah, yeah, and and that's going to be something that they'll have to do uh, with the cap because they'll have to take him off LTIR, and then uh, they're within whiskers of the cap. So does that mean sending down a 14th forward? Does that mean putting somebody on waivers? We'll have to see uh, what Doug Armstrong and Ryan Miller, uh, his assistant, uh, do with that situation. But they're definitely going to have to make a move when they bring Sunquist back. And, you know, just to touch on Sunquist, we've been watching him in practice. Uh, he's been getting after it here lately, uh, introduced a contact, which is the biggest thing before you come back. And he's still got to wait the 10 games and 24 days, but it all works out. Uh, pretty even to be November 9th, I believe he could come back. So uh, that's right around the corner. So the Blues are going to be thinking about what they're going to do. You getting any indication of what they might do with neighbors? I, I really believe they're going to keep him. I, I think all signs point to that. He's played like that. He deserves it. Uh, Craig Bruby can't say enough about him. And uh, I think uh, Craig Bruby might have even slipped yesterday on the fast lane talking about uh, Jake Neighbors and his future with the Blues. So I, I see him sticking with the team, and I don't think there should be any question about it with how he's played. And then also he brings something to the team that they don't have elsewhere if they were to send him back to junior hockey. JR, along those lines, talking about getting off to a good start, Scott Perunovich leads the American Hockey League in scoring. Five games, a goal, and eight assists. And he's got to be knocking on the door, doesn't he? As well as the Blues have played, he, he's a guy that they have invested a lot in in terms of a draft choice and giving him time to get ready. And now he's performing. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, but over the years, in talking to Doug Armstrong about situations similar to this, where they send a guy to the American Hockey League and he plays well and you think, OK, well, you know, call him up, put him in. How, he's doing great. Uh, Doug says, hey, that's why we sent him to the American Hockey League um, to get some games, to get that kind of experience, to get that confidence, you know, based on the way he's playing. So uh, last check, he was, what, nine points in five games. He was American Hockey League player of the week they got a guy up here who they like Nico Mikola who hasn't played a game yet I don't think he'll be in the lineup tonight either um, so things are going well defensively I think they're just going to let Scott Pernovich play and, and pile up some points and some games for a little bit before they make that call and obviously one of the reasons that Mikola hasn't gotten gotten into a game is because people are playing well I want you to zero in though on Martin's or uh, Marco Scandella who has a, a no trade clause but has been a guy that we've talked about perhaps moving off the roster at some point. But at this point, if you're the Blues, you don't want to upset the apple cart and you want to keep the quality of play that he's delivered. Yeah, I, I can't imagine that they'd be interested in moving him at this point just because of their lack of depth at the position. Look, uh, you know, you can say what you want about Scandella. You know, some nights he'll play 20, 22 minutes with Colton Pareko and, and look pretty good, and maybe other nights not so great. So I think it's a situation, though, where he brings you experience. And if you move him, now you're looking at a Mikula, Wallman, Perenovich, and what happens if there is an injury or two? You know, maybe a Steven Santini you have to call up from the, the NHL. So to me, I don't think they'd have any interest in, in moving Scandella. If they do need to clear some cap, I think that would come from a, another area. Dakota Joshua called up. I would in, assume he uh, goes right into the fourth line tonight. Yeah, he will, Dan. And uh, I really liked mm. his camp. Craig Ruby said the same thing yesterday. Uh, I thought he was going to make this team. It really did come down to a numbers situation, and, and they really wanted to keep Clint, Clint Costin uh, in the National Hockey League, give him a chance. He's played pretty well, so that uh, looks deserving. Uh, but with Dakota Joshua, he's going to come right in here and fit in on that fourth line. And, uh, you know, he, he likes to hit. He likes to uh, play up-tempo. He likes to get in on the forecheck. I think he, he really uh, fits the mold of what this team tries to do. JR, what are you hearing about uh, contract extension for Craig Bruby, if anything? 
Well, I think, you know, it's it's tough because this stuff is uh, done behind closed doors. But I think they, they have to address it probably sooner than later because you look at his situation, uh, you know, the, the team has been revamped by Doug Armstrong. They've gotten off to this good start. Do you want to face a situation where you get halfway through the year and, uh, you know, you have a lame duck coach? This is the final year of his contract. If you go back to that, 2019 season I realized what was going on was magical and they didn't want to upset the apple cart there and and talk contract you know halfway through that magical run but they waited until the end of the year waited until the offseason to get it done I think that's probably what they would prefer but if if Craig Berube you know continues to guide this team in the right direction and we already know that Doug Armstrong and Tom Stillman have faith have confidence in his abilities, then perhaps we do see something sooner than the off season. But to me, and I'm not just saying this because the team's five and zero. I really believe they like Craig Berube behind the bench, and they do want to extend this contract. And people might be thinking, well, what about Barry Trotz? A couple of years ago, he was essentially a lame duck, won the Stanley Cup, and becomes a free agent, gets a huge deal to go to the Islanders, but. The at that time, at least, the Washington really wanted Todd Reardon to become their head coach. Do you get the sense that anybody on this Blues staff holds the same esteem with the Blues that Reardon did with the Caps? That that, that could be the case, and it could be a situation like we've seen with the Cardinals here recently. Mm-hmm. You know, where with uh, Ali Marmol, and, and you don't want to let him get away. Is it a situation where they don't want to let Steve Ott get away? You know, I suppose you know there could be some you know, thought to that. But uh, I think that if they weren't on the same page with Craig Berube, like the Cardinals weren't on the same page with Mike Schilt, then perhaps there'd be more leaning towards that direction. But I just don't see that at this point. And look, I wrote it the other day. I think Steve Ott's going to be a head coach in, in this league. Will it be next year somewhere else? Will it be three years down the road with the St. Louis Blues? I don't know. There couldn't be any two people tighter than Craig Berube, Steve Ott. They're on the same page. And uh, again, with the success at the Blues have had um, under Craig Bruby. I realize I realize the two playoffs haven't gone like they planned, uh, but I do think that Craig Bruby still is in really good favor with this team. What do you think they do with faceoffs tonight? Ryan O'Reilly has been a terrific faceoff guy. They won seventy five percent of the faceoffs in the opener against the Avalanche, and that's often overlooked. Just a little thing like faceoffs and how big that can be. And O'Reilly wins uh, the majority of them. He's well over sixty percent and takes a ton of them. Where do you think they go with that? Yeah, and that's where uh, I go back to that first answer, Dan, with the uh, the little things that Ryan O'Reilly does and how he's going to be missed, even though they have a lot of depth up front. When you miss a guy like Ryan O'Reilly in the circle, look, the Blues don't score 25 goals in their first five games without Ryan O'Reilly uh, with that faceoff percentage. So uh, I think it could be an issue. I really do. Uh, you know, Braden Shen's taking a ton. Uh, at times he gets on a streak, uh, but but he's not Ryan O'Reilly. You look at uh, Robert Thomas. He has his, his struggles in that area. I think that's one of the main reasons they bump Bozak up to that second line center, you know, so you got, can have a guy up there that can take the draws and try to keep the puck uh, possession like the Blues have had. So I think it's going to be an issue. Uh, you know, no team in the league can place a Ryan O'Reilly in terms of uh, face-offs, uh, but they're just going to have to do the best they can with the four or five games uh, cross your fingers that uh, he misses. Finally, JR, you two kids, yourself and Danny Mack have covered a lot of sports together being roughly the same age over the years. So how's it been having Danny Mack back at uh, Enterprise Center? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I, I turned on the TV the other day and thought it was like 2006 there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want JR, though, to tell this story, which has been told before, 
I had JR back in uh, way back when as a guest on a pregame, Randy. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're on television, and JR's covering the team. And, you know, I bring him in, and I said, okay, JR, what's going on with uh, Doug Waite, Keith Kachuk, you know, uh, Larry Plows thinking about doing this? And he did a great job. And uh, and Jr., your family was very excited to see you on the television. Uh, so much so, I'll, I'll leave it at that, and you can uh, take it from there. Well, when I came home from that road trip, I think we were in Nashville, Dan. I, I came home, and uh, my wife had told me, "You'll never believe what my mom did." And I said, "What's that?" She said, "Well, she couldn't find a VCR tape to record the pregame show with you and Dan, so uh, she ended up taking some still pictures of the TV <laughs> while we did the interview." And I kid you not, I went over to the in-laws' house a couple days later, and uh, there it was—a stack of photos on the table. <laughs> I flip through them like a deck of cards, and I just see our heads uh, go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth <laughs> as, as I'm flipping through the photos. Awesome. Uh, no closed captioning, though, on the bottom of the photo or anything like that. We're not sure what we were talking about, but, uh, uh, yeah, that's okay. a memory you'll never forget. That's great. Thanks yeah. for reminding me. No problem. <laughs> JR, always good to talk to you. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. Yep, see you guys. See you, buddy. Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues Insider from The Athletic yeah. on 101 ESPN. Next time someone needs to send you money, tell them to use Zelle. With Zelle, the money goes straight into your bank account, and it typically only takes minutes between enrolled users. And even if the sender uses a different U.S. bank, it still works. Plus, Zelle is already in over 1,600 banking apps, so you probably won't have to download another one. By the way, make sure the sender has your correct U.S. mobile number or email address so the money goes to the right place. Look for Zelle in your banking app today. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.